Welcome to Courageous Conviction. Remember that Jeff and I record each Saturday five episodes. So please hit the like button, subscribe so you catch all five episodes. We usually start out with one theme or topic. We have to go down a lot of rabbit holes to really understand it. Some things are more sensitive than others right now, what's going on in the world. So hit the, hit the like button, subscribe, and let's jump in to this video. Good evening. Welcome back with Courageous Conviction. It's another Saturday, but it's not morning. We had some technical difficulties this morning, huh, Jeff? We had a power out. Yeah, outage. we did. We did. Yeah, we had a, we had some good good content this morning too. We're going to try to repeat it again tonight, some of it. And um, what are we going to do, Jeff? We're going to kind of go through some of the comments section here for a bit, right? Yeah, we had we've we've had some response back from some people that are. Uh, interested and and uh had some good questions and some good uh responses we just want to to let them know that we care about what they're talking about and want to want to add to that great let's do that let's jump into it yeah you might see my backdrop is a little bit different i uh i'm on the road so we uh i didn't bring the backdrop with me i gotta get a better one anyway but uh let's let's jump into this hey we got some comments here one from Oh, yeah, that LK Mo8B, right? Whatever. I'm just going to read as they as they write it here. This is one comment we've got. It's good to remember that people have to run the church, and people are emotional, and all levels of people are of imperfection, right? We used to be able to handle a lot of this by sticking to the gospel and not allowing other things to come up in class discussions and such. But fortunately, there may need to be more reporting to the general church leadership to save wards and branches that are going off course. Our biggest concern with the trans is that Relief Society is supposed to be a place for women to bond and feel fellowship. The entire dynamic changes when you invite biological males into that space. Jeff. Hey, first of all, we want to say this. Well, Jeff takes off with this a little bit. We appreciate all comments. And everything I've been reading so far have been courteous. And so we appreciate that too. You don't have to agree with us. If you don't, that's fine. Write to us. And and if we got something that's wrong, let us know where you think we're wrong. I am, look, Jeff is just, just like myself. We've spent many, many years researching and studying and looking for truth, not just spiritually. And we have a, a good understanding, I feel. Now, is that perfect understanding? No, we're still growing. So we're always open to grow. But we're going to share with you everything we do understand. And if we do seem to think, or you think we have something wrong, or we have something wrong, let us know. If, I, if I'm wrong on something, I'll say, hey, I'm wrong on that. But um, I want to see it first. So don't, don't be nasty, right? We want to see it. Be courteous to us. We're here to try to help anybody we can to come back to our Savior. Jeff, that comment on the entire dynamic changes when you invite biological males into the Reef Society space. Yeah, you know, I I hear that. I, I, I see that as being a worry, I guess. I would be worried if I knew of, of an incident where that has happened. Uh, I guess some people believe that that has happened. If so, I'd like to know about it. I don't think that, though, uh, it's, it's a common, this isn't a common occurrence. I don't think it's going to be either. You know, I just think that, uh, you know, 
whatever push that the world and the politics and you know even members of the church that are leaning that way um, want to encourage Relief Society is not going to be open to you know having biological males infiltrate their relief society any more than you know biological males participating in in women's sports in the olympics or in high school or in grade school you know um you know um i i just don't um uh, i don't think that the church agrees with that i don't think that's going to be allowed the church manual does talk about pretty specifically about how church callings aren't going to be allowed um for those that identify as you know the opposite or you know as the opposite sex you know it's just uh you know not to be rude or mean or non-inclusive i mean i think that there's a there's space for all um of god's children in the church they can come to church but as far as holding ca callings and you know and whatnot you know um probably not you know especially certain callings you know when, within the primary within like relief society right, right. Quorum. But, and i understand that you're you're what you're saying there and, and if i if i'm understanding you correctly what you're saying there's you don't think there's any way that could take place but i want to fall back to a discussion we had i think a few weeks ago in and say that there will be bishops that if, they, if they're not already, and I've heard that they're already, I haven't seen my personal eyes, I've heard, but there will be bishops that are going to take this messaging to another extreme, and they will put them in primary because there's going to be bishops that are going to be left-leaning, right? And they're going to put them in primary, and they're going to do these things. Then they, then those bishops need to be removed. But how are we going to do that? You know, how are you uh, going to do that when you think he's apparently, you know, because he's not doing anything that violates anything. We read the manual. Yeah, he is. If the bishop is putting calling, giving callings to to transgenders to to have callings in the primary, that would be going against church doctrine, very okay. specifically against it. So you know, I mean, so he wouldn't be allowed to, you know, as left leaning as he wants to be. You know, if there is a bishop that's out there, and I'm sure you're probably right. There's a few of them out there, not many, but. Um, it's just not going to happen. There's not going to be a transgender teaching primary ever. And if there is, that bishop's going to be removed. And so is, you know, they're going to be excommunicated. Well, I think personally that, and I'm going to take this, 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 this point of view on it, that with what's already coming out, you know, they got the rainbow tree just had what this week, right? Like the, the tree of life, the mm -hmm. things that are coming out already that there are going to be bishops. And again, if they're not already, if they're, if, if, you, if, if you know of that, they are, you know, just let us know. We're not, we don't want to know who they are, their names. We're not trying to bag on anybody, right? They're going to be bishops that have an agenda or is going to be bishops that truly believe they're doing the right thing. Right. And I think that you're going to yeah. find that, that you're going to run across this, Jeff, and we need to buckle up for it. You're going to have transgenders at the pulpit giving speeches, giving talks and sacramenting. You're going to have transgenders in Relief Society because legally they're going to have to let them into Relief Society because if they're not, they'll be sued civilly for discrimination. So you've got a discrimination issue here. And that's going to be an issue when it comes to the temple as well, 
right? Right now, there's some protection clauses because the temple has a standard that we have to achieve. And in those standards, they have to meet it, right? So that that, that is a protection clause. But in the church, has come as everybody is. And there's not that standard. And we've really lowered that now. At least that's the impression we're giving. And you're going to find, I think, definitely crossovers, males, transgenders to women that are going to be in Relief Society. And that will affect Relief Society. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I don't think so. I think that's going to be one of those things. And if it does, you know, if it gets to that point to where the church is going to be sued, we'll sell off those assets and we'll do home church. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I think well, you it's, know, you know, we've already been prepared for that. It's just the, the world is not going to is not going to muscle and bully the church into making sure that we have to have transgenders up there giving at the pulpit, giving, you know, you know, speeches for the Relief Society. We're not going to have them in the in our primary teaching our children um, and indoctrinating our children. That's not going to happen. It's not about bigotry. It's about what's right. I mean, transgenderism is, and as far as I'm concerned, it's still um, a mental illness. And, you know, so, hey, you know, I have... You're supposed to be the soft one here. I'm supposed to be yeah, the one. Yeah, you know, well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, no, hey, look, and, and you know, we don't know if any of this is happening right now. This is all just, we think this is where it's heading, right? And that's what people are concerned about. And like I said earlier, my concern isn't, do we love these individuals that are confused, right? There's no question about that at all. Like we were talking about earlier, God loves them all. And I'm not disputing that. My concern, my concern is the whole LGBTQ thing, the influence it has on our youth who don't know the difference yet. Right, especially the little ones, and, and and I'm not saying that because if they're in primary, or like a transgender, etc. I'm just saying that in general, just being seen, and that's my concerns. So I think what's going to have to happen, so we conclude that one and go on. I'll give you a final word, but then we'll move to the next one. But I think what needs to take place is that we're just going to have to learn to to really, as parents, do a lot of educating in our homes. I mean, I know I find myself during sacred meeting when I hear a lot of this Marxist feel-good jargon being preached in sacred meeting, like it's something that we're supposed to be as neo-Marxist, you know, jargon. I, I think, oh man, I got to explain that to my daughter, right? She's nine. And so she's starting to listen now. And she'll look at me and go, so say things to me, ask me the questions. So I find myself in sacred meeting sometimes whispering, but I have to kind of wait till afterwards, but then I never get the, the appropriate moment. We get caught up with life and it's like, so I have to take, there's sometimes I have to like stop her and, and just look at her and say, okay, what she's trying to say is this, right? And kind of get back to that principle in the gospel. Anyway, I understand the concern from this sister. I do. And we'll see how the church deals with it. The church is going to have to deal with it eventually. It won't, won't be able to keep going on this way. And you know what? I honestly think right now that the church is being bullied and pushed around. And that's why we're being more accepting as well to eliminate some of this and to keep the, the temple doors open internationally because remember what is it i don't know what the statistics are I, 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 about 85 percent of the countries in the world or 80 percent already are a socialist communist government right mm-hmm. or social or communist government in social 21st century which is nothing more than really a fascist type of new a, a neo-fascist type of government that was created at the brazil sao paulo form in 1990 which is another another rabbit hole to go down another time um however i see her concerns and here's the bottom line I got to say, and then you get the last word. We're just going to have to roll with these punches. This is the separation of wheat and tares. The Lord will fix it. The Lord will correct it out. There's a reason that it's being allowed to happen right now. 
I'm not agreeing with it. I'm probably one of the guys that said, no, no, no. I want to go to church because I want it to be a safe haven for my children. Not that I have to go there and monitor everything like I have to do at our school, right? Yeah. I want that safe haven. And right now, I don't have it because there's a lot of, well, there's a lot of centering. There's a lot of issues. And, you know, just one thing, you know, I don't know about you, but maybe this channel is, 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 is more therapeutic for me than anybody else out there, right? I do hope we can help somebody because I try to teach these things to my family. Now, my daughter, she listens to me, right? She's nine years old. She loves her daddy. Poor thing. My wife, she gets tired of it because I am constantly studying all day long. And I'm constantly coming up and saying, hey, did you know this? Hey, did you see that? Hey, this makes sense. Hey, this inspiration came to me today. And she just doesn't want to hear it anymore. I get to my mother's house tonight. And my oldest daughter's here. And this has something kind of to do with this, but I want to kind of back it up a little bit. My oldest daughter's here and I start talking about things we're doing with our podcast here. And she looks at me and she's like, really? There's those issues out there? And I said, yeah, like, where have you been? But but I love my daughter dearly and, and I love my son-in-law, but they don't really care. They don't, they think that I'm exaggerated, Right. And I think, with all due respect, if she ever listens to this, I love you, honey, but I got to say this. They're very wealthy and very caught up in that whole social, the country club, you know, that whole social life. I've been there before, just for a minute, mm -hmm. but I was there. And I remember, and you don't want to see the bad and negative things coming that could take that, that, that comfort away from you because then you have to do something about it. And that means you got to do something different than what you're living, your normal life, your normal routine. And I remember being younger and fearing that. I, and, and I don't fear that anymore, right? But, but my point being, I didn't mean to go down the rabbit hole, but I, I find myself often, it's very select few that I actually can find that are willing to actually not want to bury their head in the sand, Jeff. And it concerns me because I see it in my own family. I did this individual video today explaining my situation with my daughter. So I want people to understand that that I have a daughter that's part of this whole LGBTQ community, LGBTQ, whatever it is, community. I, I just, I get lost in all the acronyms going in here, but, you know, she supports that. And I have a niece that's caught up in the confusion. And I, and I did another video, there's another video that explains that. So I'm not coming from a cold hearted standpoint. Like I have no experience here. You know, yeah. I'm coming from a point where I've had to deal with this already. And I've had to come back to it's the rule of law. It's the principles. Jeff. Well, we all we all we all have family that, you know, these days, if you don't have a close family member that is part of the LGBTQ community, and it, I'm talking about family members that we love and that we enjoy being around. Um, um typically, you know, that's more the norm, you know, than not. So and and, and I think that has a lot to do with why the church um has been so open-armed about accepting the lgbtq community um and you know giving them a voice by them having a voice uh, a lot of people have been upset about it they've lost their testimonies and they've thought that the church is going woke and like i don't think that's the case i, I, I think the church can never compromise its core principles i don't think it ever would then people would have a reason to leave. But, you know, 
the, the reality is, is that kind of what you were alluding to there earlier, there, we are in a political situation right now to where the church has to be careful about things. And I don't think it's just for being just politics. I think in the past, there's been family members that have been shut out, that have been ostracized, you know, and, and that was sad where, where family members were kicked out of the family. You know, I, I can't think of any specific incident, but I know that that happened where, hey, you know, uh, somebody's gay son came out and, you know, the family said, hey, sorry, you know, we don't want you anymore. Um, and, and I think that 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 that's sad. That's that's created some holes. Uh, you've you've had your own experiences with things. I don't want that to see. I, you know, I don't know what I would do with you know my own family, my, my own children. You know, if they grew up and had these struggles. Um, but I see it happening with other family members. You know, so we love our family, and we don't get to choose who our family is going to be but we can choose the way we react and we should always react in the best, most Christian way that we possibly can. Okay. Now that, that being said, I still, I'm still not going to be supportive of, you know, primary and, and transgender, um, you know, biological males or biological females teaching in the primary. I think that that would be inappropriate. Call me, whatever you want, but I, I don't think that's right. I don't think the church is going to allow that because it says that we have to live the law of chastity. It did say, in the manual, it did say they can receive callings. It didn't specify some callings. Yeah, some some callings. callings. And it didn't say transgenders could receive callings. It said that if they identify as, um, if they're using pronouns, you know, that's, that's what I read. It was, it was you know, and maybe that's opening the door there a little bit. Maybe, you know, if somebody says, hey, you know, I want you to call me a she or he. Um, there is a young lady, you know, back up in Alaska that she was she was dressing, you know, in 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 guy suits and a, and a white shirt and, and tie sometimes and had her hair cut, you know, kind of butch like, you know, great kid, like her a lot. Um, I never called him a him and she didn't ask me to call him, you know, or use pronouns. I didn't, you know, I, I was more friends with her parents and, you know, whatever she's going through, you know, I think, um, it really was something that was more personal, you know, that she was going through with her, with her own life and with her family. Um, I just felt more compelled to treat her like a normal person and not gawk or not stare or not say, Hey, you can't say a prayer. I mean, so don't get me wrong. I'm, you know, when I say that, you know, transgenders are never going to be teaching in the primary. I just don't see that as being, you know, a big issue coming up and, and maybe, maybe I'm going to get blindsided here, but I, I don't think that for, I don't think the church is going to, um, go against its core values. I think we can hold that intact. Well, we'll see what comes down the pipe, right? We're we're, we're just speculating right now. It just yeah. you know, as you open this up, these are kind of going to be the two plus two is four. I mean, let's take an example right now, just not not to go down the rabbit hole, but let's look at the example on the border, right? The 
before when the borders were closed, in other words, they 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 they, they, they sustained the principles there, right? Those standards, right? And as soon as they breached those standards and they allowed a few to come in, then more and more come in, and now more and more come in. Now the borders completely open, and there's millions coming in. And my point being that it, once you breach the standard, and people realize that it opens Pandora's box, and so we're going to have to see where things are going to go. Here's the here's the one thing I'm going to say this, and we need to conclude this one so we can get on to the next one, is that each time that we have trials like this, especially in this nation's history, right, and in the church's history, and you can go back, and I'm talking about in this nation's history as far as the nation, America today, and the Nephite nation that once occupied these Americas, okay? Um, I'm going to say that they, how do I say this? That, well, the bottom line is that, that we're going to have to deal with the issues that Satan's rolling out to us today. And they've all had it, right? We've had this from histories here in trying to actually um, just rewrite culture and right now it's taking place in america and a lot of places in the world and the church is feeling that pressure right we used to stand and and, and stand up and talk about our founding fathers in church well we don't do that much anymore because that's offensive to the woke agenda right so at what point do we then abandon all truth i mean if you want to get technical you know one could say well why would i help somebody in a deception the transgender says he's a male and he says, call me she. I'm not going to go up and call him sister. To me, it's going to be a brother, right? I'm not going to lie to him because he feels good. And that's the part problem yeah. I have with the whole Teddy Bear Jesus idea. I'm not either. And I think most members of the church aren't either, you know, and I don't think that we have to be expected to, you know, I mean, at what point do we have can to the start... church be sued if we don't? Can they say, no. can they file personally? Legal? Yeah, no, I mean, or even us, can. can we? Well, the church, and then it's going to be all the churches, you know? Well, I so, think that's where they want to go. Now, let's back up. Where's all this I come think maybe from? they do, but you know what? Maybe that's going to be a fight that has to be, you know, has to has to be taken. You know, so, you know, but then we go back to home church, but, like you were saying earlier. Maybe, maybe it's going to come to that. But you know what? In the meantime, you know, I think we need to really drive down a different message. You know, and and that's about being coming back to church. Amen. You know? Okay, I got you. I got you, but we you just know, we still need to be careful. I think we need to be careful with this. It's a very sensitive subject, both ways. But you have, I think, more people that are going to be influenced by it that aren't having issues right now, right? Because as we talked about earlier, a lot of this is just a fad. I know my my eighteen year old niece. She's she's all confused because she's being told that you know things didn't work out with her boyfriend, so she must be a lesbian, right? And so she's right. she's like leading that way because it's a fad. That's what she's being told by her high school teacher but and her high school friends. Now she's in college. That's the grooming kind of mentality. I remember when I was really young. And I had just moved out and I was looking for a roommate and some guy answered my ad in the paper. This is back when there were ads in the paper, right? And this guy calls me on the phone and says, hey, you know, I can pay you know, up front. I'm only going to be there for the weekends and, you know, and all that. And I'm like, oh, cool, man. That's going to be great. And by the way, I'm gay. I'm like, I don't care. You know, and he goes, what do you mean you don't care? I'm like, well, I mean, and in, inside I'm like, not really feeling really comfortable, but he was trying to. <laughs> trying to have some conversation he goes well you know 
are you gay? I'm like, no. He goes, well, how do you know? You know, and, and you know, how do you know if you haven't tried it? I'm like, you know what? I've had enough of the conversation. Thank you very much. Click. Yeah, you know, so you know that's going. Right. Yeah. I'm like, not, not going to go down that conversation with you. Um, but it bothered me for a while because it was just like, you know, is this the way, you know, why? Why is it that if, if they, if you give them a moment, you know, some people, they try to influence you a certain way. But I see that on a large scale now, nowadays, you know, I see it with, you know, literature, you know, gay literature in the schools, you know, people wanting to put that kind of literature in the school system where there's uh, inappropriate sexual images that are gay. That's called porn, Jeff. It's called porn. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And, you know, you know, I, I remember looking at stuff when I was a kid in high school that, you know, it was nothing like that. You know, it was just, uh, you know, it was, here's what the female anatomy looks like. And this is the male anatomy and, you know, it kicks and giggles and things like that. But there was no, you know, heterosexual kind of element to that, you know. So not that I remember, you know, not certainly not on this level where it's a lot more explicit. You know, you mean a homosexual? It, it was heterosexual, right? Back, it it it, it was heterosexual back then. You yeah, know, there, yeah. there was no homosexual stuff. Yeah, now, yeah. um, you know, but now it's just it it's the whole idea of normalizing that that That's that it. segment of society to where it says, "Hey, you know, we got to let people know that this is okay." I'm like, well, you know, no, we don't. You know, people will figure that out when they become adults. Right now, I don't want you know, um my kids being influenced one way or the other and you know whatever peer reviews they think that they can come up with you know that it's just i'm not buying it well you know and and, and i think that for our audience what we're trying to get at is just we're trying to address some of the concerns people have right and at the end of the day Do we lose you there? Figure it out as we get through it, right? And let the spirit guide us. Remember that President Nelson had said that the Book of Mormon would be our survival manual, right? Yeah. Well, then let's go back into that. What, what was that one guy? Yeah. Who, what was the name of the guy that was asking about the Book of Mormon? Why there wasn't anything, you know, specific yeah, was... against, you know, homosexuality? And I thought that was a good question. Yeah, we'll get you know, to that one here. I, I kind of got it in a, in a row here. Let me, let, okay. let me see if I can find that one here. Let me see if I can find it, okay? Um, here's one here. I like this one, too. I really enjoy your guys' episodes. This is from Jason, Jason Snyder. Thanks, Jason. We And we love your comments, everybody. Thank you. And please, down below, put more comments. And like and subscribe. We need to get the volume out there. We want to try to get this conversation out to people and get people involved. We love the community. We read your comments. We're, sometimes we can get back to you. We get back to you on our private numbers. So if we can see people getting back to you, that's us. <laughs> We're getting back to you that way because we have the way we have things set up here is Jeff's in one state, I'm in one state, and we have our studio basically in another country. And so it's kind of going these three ways we're linking together. And we're, we're going to get it a little more perfected as we go forward. Here we go. Really enjoyed your episodes. I have a suggestion, if I may. I would prefer your episodes are longer. I really like the discussion and would like to hear more on these topics. 
I think God has his standards, but I think, too, these things are going on in the church may be his way of teaching us to love everyone. Okay. Not that we accept certain things as okay. Christ loved and did not condemn. I have so many, I'm sorry, Christ loved and did not condemn. Well, he also did not condone, if I can add that as well, right? Those sins. I have so many thoughts on the subject and the direction the church has been taking over the past few years, not able to fit it all in here. But your thoughts are welcome. If you want to come on one time and talk with us, just chat me back, let us know, or, or try to get a hold of us on, I believe, I believe we have our telegram on there as well. You can get a hold of us on our telegram and uh, we can have you come on and, and, and chat with us. We'd love that. Uh, we want to get some, some other perspective out there. The, the purpose of this is so we, we keep it ourselves strong and in the boat, not jumping in that river, not, not falling and giving up. We have to fight to build the kingdom of God right now. And then we fight with love, but we also need to fight with truth, right? And, 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 and I'm, I'm the truth guy. So is Jeff, but Jeff's got more love than I do. I think I've, I've been treated the way I treat people for me to come back was I needed that hard line, black and white. You got to do it. You know, I'm a hua type of guy and you know, others aren't. And like we were saying earlier, I think just people are afraid to accept what's going on out there right now. You know, not just with this. This this is just a drop in the bucket. I mean, it's part of the whole movement, the border issues, the wars we're having right now, the money, the the way the dollar's been just spent, you know, the inflation. There's a lot of agenda behind that. That's a whole, whole other subject. I talked a little about that today in one of my individual videos. Um, so I kind of went off more and type kind of a more of a I thank you for being with us on Courageous Conviction. Remember, there's five episodes each week that we put out. We have to go down a lot of rabbit holes, so stay with us. Hit the thumbs up, subscribe, and don't miss tomorrow's episode on Courageous Conviction.